0: good morning my name is Ashton Scheimer. I'm gonna be going over the San Francisco estuary project um, what that is and why it's important so um, <clears throat> I decided to start off with kind of explaining what an estuary is um, it's the tidal mouth of a large river and in San Francisco the bay is made up of four smaller bays that I'll connect um, to the San Jaquin uh, River Delta this makes up about um, 40 percent of California's watershed so it's really important area Um, the areas that are protected in this project are close to 60,000 square feet of marsh and wetlands that are made up of rivers um, by dams and they're really important because they make up um, homes for thousands of migrant birds, as well as over 500 species of fish and wildlife. And as many of us know, biodiversity is what keeps um, the balance on the earth that is necessary for all of us to survive. So these estuaries are really important and uh, need to be protected. And now I'm going to kind of go into what. Um, this project the San Francisco estuary project is and when it was created now that I've kind of introduced um, estuaries we're going to kind of talk about the San Francisco estuary project um, specifically Um, it was established in 1988 by the state of California and the United States um, Environmental Protection Agency Um, under the Clean Water Act. It was established because it was um, designated as an estuary of national significance and they decided that it needed to be protected. It is one of the largest estuaries um, on the west coast. Oh, it is the largest estuary on the um, west coast. Um, The protection is a collaboration between local, state, and federal agencies and they're working to restore the San Francisco um, Bay Delta estuary. That kind of brings up the question, why does the estuary need to be restored? And um, that's where we come in. Actually, um, human population has had um, a big effect on estuaries. Um, the upper estuary is in um, bad condition, um, and it's getting worse. This is largely due to human activity and the growth of population. Um, it's harmful to the area, um, like it's harmful to many other areas. And it doesn't look like that's going to change. A couple of things that um, are happening due to human um, interference in the area um, Loss of 10,000 acres of wildlife habitat per year um, in order to accommodate uh, the projected population growth is what we're looking at, and that's just per year. Um, Also, agriculture is taking up a lot of the spaces that normally um, animals, um, different wildlife would be able to grow. as well as contamination from various uh, factories in the area. They, you know, dump their fluid or um, trash just around the area that um, wildlife needs, Um, as well as water um, diversion due to agriculture. Maybe the crops were getting too wet, so they kind of made different paths for water than were originally there, which changes the whole system, the whole ecosystem. Um, and there are also um, reduced wildlife um, in the areas due to human interaction. So they've noticed that humans are coming into the area more. So less and less um, wildlife is coming to that area. They're staying um, and different areas which causes them to crowd up and become less um, populated Um, There are clearly a lot of issues in the san francisco bay area, which is why the um, US um, environmental protection agency is um, stepping in to kind of help protect these um, areas. And some of the project goals that they have for um, aquatic resources, um, they plan to stem and reverse uh, the decline in the health and abundance. And they really want to focus on the natural production of these things. They don't want to have to bring in new animals and new plants, but they want to preserve what's there. Um, And they want to restore healthy habitat conditions, which would essentially be getting all the trash and the um, Chemicals that are being pumped into the water and the surrounding areas making sure that those are all taken care of Um, And so that the habitat can be healthier for um, the animals and the fish in the water But it's also not just fish that are relying on the water. There are sea lions, river otters, harbor seals, um, sharks, which are a keystone species. So they're really important for the ecosystem, keeping it in line. Um, And... Um, One of their other goals is to protect um, and ensure the recovery of endangered species as well as other species that are in decline. And when you look at the um, endangered species list for California, a large number of the animals are aquatic animals. For example, the salt uh, marsh harvest mouse, the marbled murrelet, which is a type of bird that lives in the water, um, a red-legged frog, the Tidewater Goby, which is a type of fish, um, the California freshwater shrimp, all of these are on the endangered species list. Um, and It's most likely, or they reside in California, and it's most likely due to the pollution and um, care that is not being given to these areas. Um They also want to manage the wildlife resources to achieve the purpose that they were given um, with their funds and everything. They just want to make sure that everything is going to the right place so that we can effectively um, clean up these areas. The wildlife program um, has essentially the same goals as the aquatic resources Um, management program Um, I think a lot of times we forget that plants are also um, endangered in these areas sometimes they're only growing in specific places like California and so when you create a bad environment for them they disappear just like wildlife or just like um, animals do but a lot of times it just slips our mind that the plants need protected as well um, so, they, the goals for the wildlife program are to stem and reverse the decline of estuary plants and animals in the habitats on which they depend. Um, they want to ensure the survival and recovery of listed and candidate-threatened and endangered species as well as special status species. And they want to optimally manage and monitor the wildlife resources of the estuary. So again, it's essentially the same as the aquatic, but kind of focusing more on land mammals as well as um, plants and their habitats as well. Um, I guess one of the biggest questions would be how well is it working, Um, the This partnership, this project, how well is it actually um, being put into place? So um, it's hard to kind of track these things because you can't really see how many plants are being saved. But one thing that they make sure to do um, as they're managing this project is to plan, manage, assess, and monitor just in um, a circle to make sure that they're consistently changing things um, being flexible with what the environment is responding to Um, and um, overall it seems to be working a lot of things are getting better but people often seem not to care as much about the environment or throwing trash out the window or things like that so it's hard to kind of force that on people when they're consistently around these areas um, you can't just completely block them off um, but there are some success stories which are always nice to hear so um, greener pesticides are being used um, in the California area due to this project Um, so near that area all the um, agriculture is being sprayed with um, pesticides that aren't as harmful to the surrounding areas um, or the animals in the surrounding areas Um, the toxic roads are being replaced as well so they're bringing in um, a kind of greener way to um, put in the roads Um, and there was a report released on ocean acidification in the San Francisco Bay so often information is really important when people um, understand that something is happening they are more likely to um, put effort into um, keeping it from happening Um, So natural um, and green infrastructure brochures are also being produced due to this project. So they're making sure that they are compostable or recyclable. They're making sure that all these brochures that are often handed out are not going to be a threat to the environment. Um, And there has also been a spotlight um, on this uh, project this whole this entire project as a whole and informing is um, I, I think I just said this before but I think information is really key when it comes to changing things people need to know what needs to be changed in order for there to um, actually have change in that area so informing people and letting them know that there's an issue Um, is one of the greatest things that we can do Um, so that's all I have for this um, podcast Um, all the information I gathered is from the San Francisco Estuary Partnership page as well as um, sfestuary.org and from the National Park Service um, specifically the Golden Gate.